Aloha, we have Sally Merrick today. How are you today, Sally? I'm doing great. And you guys, are, are you on your, I understand you have a new place that you just kind of built? Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting outside in our new place. Um, we are, we're off grid, um, which is a new experience. And yeah, I, I, um, I resigned from my job to do, we built this owner builder. So, um, so it's, it's a project that Keith, Keith designed the house. Um, we built it and it's, we love it. Well, if, if, I was going to say, if Keith did not design the house. Okay. So what have you had to fix since you moved in? <laughs> no, like the layout of the house. And, um, it, it's a great place to, when we have that shelter in place, we, we love being here. So, Oh, anyway, uh, I, you don't have to give out your exact address, but uh, we're, I, you guys are on the Hilo side of the island, but whereabouts? So we moved along the Hamakua coast, you know, the Waikamalo run. Um, yeah. Have you ever seen that one? Yeah. So, so um, it went like kind of close to the turnaround of the seven mile where there's uh, um, the World Botanical Gardens. Uh, we're up, we're up a road from that couple miles. So we have a um, beautiful view of a lot of cows and, and Mauna Kea and the ocean. It's, it's, it's a dream. We love it. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you a story about the botanical gardens. Uh, you know, when uh, we used to get biked out to the school for the uh, Big Island Inter International Marathon and run back in past the botanical gardens. Mm -hmm. One time I really needed a restroom. I really needed a Lua. So I ran over, jiggled the door and set off the alarms. <laughs> it's like, oh, dummy. Uh, so, well, I, I, I've done that before, jiggled, but I've never set off any alarm, so. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think there'd be an alarm. I just wanted to see if the door was unlocked so that I could, uh, you know, take a quick visit. But uh, it was locked. <laughs> and then, of course, I ran away as fast as I could and pointed at some somebody behind me that they did it. <laughs> well, and just so you know, that that's a different botanical garden to the one that we live near. Oh, oh, you're talking about the other one. Oh, okay. Right. So it's like Umauma, um, Hakalau, yeah. that area. Yeah, um, old friend of mine, Dave, lives used to live in that area. I think he's actually moved to Panama or someplace. Um, so, where did you grow up? I, you know, I, I kind of remember posts and stuff that you've done about uh, where uh, on your trips where you go back to Florida. So, you grew up in Florida. Yes, I grew up in Miami. Um, was born there. Uh, grew up, stayed there until college, uh, but. Went to school in Coconut Grove, Florida, and that's grand cross country there. Um, it, it was a beautiful, beautiful place, and I really enjoyed growing up there. But since having left, when I've when I've gone back, I don't really care for Miami anymore. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can, I can kind of understand that. I I remember I passed through there. Uh, years ago when I was going down, I was going down to Panama 
actually, and we visited a friend uh, right on Biscayne Bay. And I, I remember that was the first time I heard the words Coconut Grove Marketplace, kind of, you know, Coconut Grove area and stuff. Different community. Yeah. And, you know, but one thing is that the climate is very similar to Hilo. You know, it's, it's very, it's very lush. It's, you know, it seems like it feels like a jungle sometimes, you know, everything overgrowing. Um, a lot of the plants are the same. Um, now, paca, hibiscus, but, you know, there's, it's, a lot is similar. Um, wait, so wait, yeah, it, we don't have any of those palmetto bugs? Oh, you're right. Okay, so, and we don't have snakes. Um, so yeah, there are advantages to being here, definitely. Yeah, I, I was down there. Um, my sister was actually over, oh, what's the west coast of Florida? What's the town over there? I'm, I'm blanking, but she, yeah, she got married there. And uh, I flew down. Uh, when oh I was living in um, no I was living here and I flew to her wedding, she did say make sure you bring deodorant, and I was <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Make sure you bring deodorant, dude. As soon as I stepped off the plane, it was like, oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, what was it like when you were when you were running cross country and stuff like that? Was it did you even notice? I mean, as far as you always hydrated correctly and stuff. Yeah, well, and, and actually, I started running cross country in seventh grade. Um, my sister got me roped into it. She she introduced me to it, and I I really I, I became addicted, and I haven't stopped. Um, but yeah, running in Florida. Um, I don't know. You know, we didn't know any different that it was. That was hot and and really running then was like really before running clothes and you know running women's running bras and so it's just like kind of you were whatever you went out there and you just did it and shoes shoes were sneakers right <laughs> i did wear running shoes so do you remember I, I, what brand i like nike um and i would convince my mom that that it was worth the money to buy me good shoes because then she was just paying paying for the good shoes rather than paying for the doctor or, <laughs> you know, because of injuries. So I don't know if that's true, but I got the shoes I wanted. <laughs> well, as long as you got the shoes you wanted. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so uh, uh, when you were uh, running there, was it, um, was there any kind of, uh, was there preference towards the boys track team as opposed to the girls or was it still pretty, I mean, was it pretty uh, equal as far as the attention that you guys got or did the boys get more attention? No, it was pretty equal. And, and um, the girls, the girls cross country team was actually, I don't know, I don't know if the word, but I guess better relatively. Um, I mean, they were very good, but my senior year, we won the state, cross-country um, meet. So it, I mean, it was, you know, they have different classes, you know, like single A, double A, triple A, you know, and we were, I think we were double A, but we won that year and, and um, that was, it was thrilling. It was great. 
Oh, that's great. Yeah, that, uh, we had the same thing in Illinois and stuff too, where it was different uh, uh, classes and stuff. Yeah, a friend of mine, Candace Burt, she does uh, the, these 200 mile ultra races and she was commenting on how it seems like, uh, and I commented actually, that it seems like even when uh, the women outperform the men, like in soccer, where the women's national soccer team is much better, much more accomplished, uh, the funding still goes to the guys' teams and the attention still goes to the guys' teams. And we can't understand, I mean, we can get into that, but you know, that's, it isn't the way it should be. Well, one thing that was different was at that point, the girls were running two miles and the boys were running three. And, and uh, I remember my coach saying, you know, they, they are going to switch it or they're moving towards that. And I was like, Oh, but I'm glad I only have to run two miles and not three miles. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, Sally, you, you would be better at three miles. You know, you're more of a distant, you know, it would be to your advantage, but I didn't care. I just want to be done with the race. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, well, women can't run a 5k. What are you talking about? They can't, they can't do a marathon. I almost, I almost had uh, Catherine Switzer a few years ago. I almost had her because uh, I've been doing podcasts in, since like 2005. I almost had an interview with her back in the day too. I'm hoping maybe I can still, you know, wow. her and stuff. Yeah. So uh, when you're in high school, then you, you, where'd you go to college again? Stanford. That's where I met Keith. Um, you're a you're a Stanford person. Yeah. The tree. You <laughs> tree. Yeah. 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 I met I met Keith there. Actually, we didn't meet until senior year through a mutual friend, and we didn't start dating till like a, just a couple of weeks before graduation. Um, but. <laughs> But I was staying out, I didn't have a job when I graduated and I was staying in California to look for a job and he was going to Berkeley for his master's. Um, so we, we stayed together that year. Um, yeah, and then, he, and then he proposed and you know, dragged me, we, we lived in Oahu then, he dragged me to Oahu. Um, we lived in Oahu for a couple of years and then, and then we went to the mainland for several. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I had no idea that you guys went to Stanford. You know, yeah. And did you uh, participate in any athletic teams at Stanford? or? No. Uh, in my cross-country high school coach said, you know, you could go run in college. And, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I would. I mean, I probably could have gone somewhere. But when I got into Stanford, I was like, I, I didn't. I just wanted to go there. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't care about running on a team. So, of course, you know, I kept running and did like their running club. And actually, the running club, I did it on and off. Um, and when I did it, a lot of the the runners were having some issues with the the coach at the time, the the Stanford cross country and track coach, and so people were quitting. And oh. then they they do the running club, and I remember going to the running club and. And these people were amazing. <laughs> they were so fast, they could barely keep up. I mean, it, I couldn't really keep up. Um, so when I would do, when I run with them, I would get quite a good workout in. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, it is funny that sometimes, even nowadays when you get, uh, you know, uh, and it's not an official race or it's just a pickup race, particularly on the mainland, I know, 
Uh, I had a friend that she uh, was from South Carolina. She went there and she decided to do a 10K race. And it was like, she looked around and she actually recognized some of the people that were in the 10K race. They're like famous people. Wow. And, and much faster. You know, we, we get, although we are, I think we have a pretty good fast, particularly you, uh, um, fast community as far as uh, a lot of the participants we have at our races and stuff. So you guys, uh, so Keith is uh, from Oahu, so is that? Well, he, no, actually he was born in Hilo. Can you believe it? He was, He's he was a Hilo born, boy? Yes, he was born in Hilo, the Hilo, the Hilo Medical Center. Um, he lived in Hilo for a few years and then, and then his parents got divorced and his dad moved to Oahu and his mom moved to Waimea. And then he, he went to school at HPA. So he primarily grew up in Waimea. Oh, okay. So when you guys were in Oahu, I, I would guess that you probably did Honolulu Marathon? I did not. <laughs> I wasn't running marathons at the time. Um, you know, I, I was running just to, to stay in shape. Um, I didn't get into marathons until, uh, until we, we worked at Nike. <laughs> we, so we stayed on Oahu for a couple of years. Um, Keith did civil engineering, um, and I actually ended up working at the engineering firm as well. Um, but then we, Keith said, you know, I, I don't, I don't think I want to do this. I, it's not what I, I want to be more out in the field and I want to do something else. So he, he applied to business schools and he got in, we're going to go to Duke and we're going to drive cross country, pick up our car in California and, and drive to North Carolina. And in the process, I was, I was talking with Nike um, about a job and because one of my classmates ended up working there. And that was, that was a dream for me. I was like, how, you know, to work at Nike would be just Free shoes. So um, when we were driving cross country, we got as far as Chicago and I got a job offer. And I was like, Keith, what do we do? And he, he looked at me, he said, I'm going to business school to get an opportunity like this. He said, let's, let's go to Oregon. So we just turned around and headed to Portland. <laughs> So we worked, we worked there, or I worked there for, yeah, he actually ended up working there too, like a year later, you know, soon after I started. Uh, we did product development, um, footwear product development, and I worked with a women's basketball line. And, um, and then he, he actually worked in running. He did special makeups which is like when Nike does special color versions for like Foot Locker or, you know, certain other retail chains. Oh, um, branded so stuff. Yeah. It was, it was a great experience um, working there. I mean, I did kind of run into some issues with being a woman and working there. So that was part of the reason that I think you probably read about that in the last year or so about how they've had, they've had some issues, but, um, but when I was there, I mean, it was a great, they make it a Nike, the Nike world headquarters is like a campus and they yeah. make it so it's easy to work there, easy to, I mean, just stay there and like, you know, you can take, go there and like take your dry cleaning and they have a place to get coffee and a place to get beer and, you know, place, it just makes it easy to stay at work a long time. Um, 
<laughs> so, so it was a wonderful atmosphere. They have a gym, they have classes, like fitness classes in the gym. And, and I got together with a group um, of women who, who like to run. And one of them has, who um, has run, she's just a little bit older and already run so many marathons. Um, I don't know if you know, um, you know, Jeff Hollister, he was one of the first Nike employees. Anyway, oh, yeah. there was his wife, Wendy Hollister, who really got me into marathoning. Um, so I did my first marathon uh, when I was there. It was Avenue of the Giants. I mean, it was really in, in Northern California, um, but when I was working at Nike and, and that really, that kind of started it all <laughs> well that that's is that the race where you run in the sequoias and stuff yes it was beautiful but i have to say it was it was the first marathon for me so it was a learning experience wait now i've i've been blessed to be at the finish with many people doing their first new marathons did you say the usual thing at the finish where you said i'm never going to do this again <laughs> I don't know if I said that. I just, I remember in the beginning, I asked other women, I said, so what's harder? Is it harder to run a marathon or is it harder to like have a baby and go through labor and delivery? And, and somebody said, oh, having a baby. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. I think I could do, I hadn't had any kids at the time, but I just wanted to know what I was up against. Um, yeah, the only I, comparable thing for a guy is, Having a kidney stone. <laughs> it, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful marathon, but I learned several things through doing it. Did you, uh, did you uh, run into the infamous, uh, uh, the, the, the wall at 20 miles? I, I think I hit it a lot sooner because I think I ran too fast. I started out too fast. I know we're, we're starting and it's beautiful and, and, and running and Wendy, you know, we're, we're kind of picking up and Wendy goes, you, you better slow down. <laughs> and we were like, Oh no, we're fine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, how that goes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Been there. So, I mean, uh, uh, so you worked at Nike, you helped design products. People yeah. could be, people could be wearing stuff that you and Keith designed. Help. Yeah, well, it's long, it's long gone now, but yeah, that was, it was very gratifying. Um, and well, my, my major is product design engineering, uh, and Keith's, Keith's is civil engineering, but having that, having that background helped. Yeah, I, was, oh, go ahead. Okay. Um, oh, I, I, I still, I don't still have them. I wish I did. I could probably sell them for a lot of money. I, I had one of the first Nike waffle sold shoes long time ago. Yeah, that Bill Bowerman started making out of his, his waffle maker or his wife's waffle maker. Yeah, not, not the originals, but you yeah, know, the first, know, like but the first, uh, gosh, this would have been in the mid 70s when they started coming out with actual shoes that were for running. Mm -hmm. You weren't even born then, so. Oh yeah, I was. I'm gonna be 50 this year. Woohoo! New, New age group. Yeah. 
Somebody said, oh, something about getting older. And I said, oh, no, I'm looking forward to being 50. I'm going to be in a new age group. You're good. Yeah, you're going to be the baby. You're going to, you're going to mess, mess with everybody else in the age group. Right. Well, congratulations on getting into a new age group this year. Yeah, thank you. So you guys are at Nike. So then uh, you decided to got a, uh, got a different job in Oahu? So, so as we went, we were at Oahu, and then and then we went to Oregon and worked at Nike. Um, we were there for a couple of years, and I have to say that the rain in Oregon is it's different than the rain in Hilo. It's you know like a mist, a constant mist for like nine months. <laughs> and I was used to seeing sunshine. And I was like, Keith, I don't know if I could do this. You know, it's beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful. In the summer, it's, it's wonderful. And the running trails and that just, I mean, it, for running, it's, it's wonderful. Um, but we're like, okay, we gotta, we gotta go somewhere a little sunnier. And we had already been on Oahu and my family is in Florida and and we decided we're like okay we've already lived with you know kind of near keith's family we're going to try living near my family and we also thought you know we're married for you know we've been married for a couple of years and we're like you know eventually we want to raise a family and it'd be nice to be near family so um so we we moved to vero beach florida which yeah. is it's about three miles north of miami so it's a little, it was nice. It was, it, Vero Beach is a beautiful place. Um, it's not as crazy as Miami. So uh, we, we love living there. And, and there was a wonderful running group, running club, sun, the Sun Runners. Yeah. And so I really, I, I got, I just kind of kept up with running there and I got faster and faster, just, you know, just running with more people and different speeds. Um, and, and somebody, somebody, a good friend of mine had, he was running, he was trying to do the 50 States. Yeah. And, and that's when I got into doing marathon, more marathons because I just started, I was training with him and he's like, Oh, well, you know, come do some of these marathons. So I wasn't doing the 50 states, but, um, but I had done, I was doing a lot more marathons. I think one year uh, I ran, I don't know, like 10 or 11 marathons. Oh, so, so she, you were, you were a marathon maniac before there was marathon maniacs. Right. I guess so. Um, so it, it, you know, somebody's like, oh, it's not good to run that many marathons, but I wouldn't, you know, I, I wouldn't do them all as races. I would just kind of, you know, I was like, oh, it's like a, a training run where they offer support. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it was really, it was just like living here. It's so nice to run where you're surrounded with, by people who like to run and they're so supportive and um, just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I miss I miss those people, but now I have have new friends. So uh, in your in Vero Beach and stuff, was there? I mean, I know it's flat. <laughs> yeah. But were were there uh, regular routes that you could run, or uh, you know, did you have to basically run in a city kind of atmosphere? It was mostly you know city atmosphere. Uh, 
we and we were around bridges. There were two really big bridges um, that you know they didn't. They weren't drawbridges, so they had to go up, you know, pretty high. Um, so that was a that was our hill workout. And there's that area called Jungle Trail, which is you know it's flat, but it's like um, crushed sand and shell, so it's a little bit more giving. And that that was. I can't even remember how many mile run, but that was like our weekend long run is to go run on Jungle Trail. And did, so, the, did the run start out? Usually there was like a store, you know, I can remember back in the day when it was Fleet Feet. Fleet Feet. What? what, did, they, what did, did they start out from, did the organized run start out from a running store or just from a park? Uh, just from a park. And then actually... My our last few years of living there, a running store did come into Bureau Beach, Runners Depot, and then they started they started doing that as well. So you know, like doing run clubs from the store, and um, so that and they're they're still in business. They're doing great, uh, you know, just a great, and they they sponsor runs as well. So my so, and my mom my mom lives in Bureau Beach uh, for part of the year, and she. She now gets into walking all of those, the runs, the five Ks that they have, and and she she says, oh, I, you know, she'll tell me, I, I, I got a medal, I won my age group, and I'm like, that's great, mom, and, and she said, uh, but she's like, but I have to admit, there was only like either I was the only one or there's one other person, and I said, mom, it doesn't matter, you were, you got up and you were out there. You know, you're very deserving. I, I totally believe that. I mean, if you're, other people are sitting at home having their coffee and she's out there walking and. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah, that was, that's always been my strategy. You just have to outlive them. <laughs> that's what I plan to do too. I, I want to run. Uh, I just, I want to run forever as long as I possibly can. You know, um, Jeff Galloway. Yeah. That actually, that was the first few marathons I did. It was a Jeff Galloway, the walk run method. You know, you know about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I just liked his attitude about when he when he no longer was running Olympic caliber, you know, paces. He, he said, you know, I wanna, I wanna run forever. How can I make? How can I do this? And so he, you know, realized that okay, if he did a combination of walk running, he could do it. And I thought. That is what I want to do. I just, I don't, I go out there and I challenge myself, but I don't kill myself. Um, I don't have many injuries because I think I don't push myself that, I mean, I push myself, but not, not that hard uh, enough to, to get an injury. Well, well you did, I, I would imagine that you listen to how you're feeling during a particular race. If, you know, if you're, if your knee is hurting or your hip is hurting or your back is hurting, you kind of adjust, right? Right. right. And in Boston last, last year, so in 2019, that was my 50th marathon. Ooh, wow. So, yeah, and I, and I didn't even, re like a few years before that, friends were asking me, I was like, you know, I don't know how many I've done. I do jot them down. I was like, I've got to look. And I knew that I was, I was close to 50. And somebody said, oh, you can run 50 marathons before you're 50. Uh, so yeah, I, I did that. 
Was that your, that wasn't your first Boston, was it? No, I think that was my sixth. Oh, geez. <laughs> so the first marathon I had, the Avenue of the Giants, was so like such a disaster in many ways that I had to do another one to really to experience. I don't know the way the way it should have gone. <laughs> um, so I did. Oh, what is? I did one in Napa Valley. And oh, the wine one? Yeah. And it, it was it was beautiful. And it was a it was a point to point, so it was primarily downhill. And so because of that, and I, I learned so much of the first one, I qualified for Boston that, that year. So that was so my second marathon, I qualified for Boston and then um and then I kinda I went on a Boston Oh, and I, oh, I guess I did run Boston again before we moved to Florida. Um, and I didn't, I didn't do many. When we lived in Florida, I, I just got back into marathoning. And, you know, then I was doing like, you know, 10. And I was like, oh, I guess I could qualify for Boston or go back. So I, I went, I think I went back in 2006, maybe. Um, and then when we moved out here, I'm like, oh, forget you know, I'm just happy being out here and it's so far away and it's so yeah. expensive. And, and then I got slower and, <laughs> um, and then it was just, I don't know, back in, when did that, I don't I can't remember. I can't, all my years are mixed up, but, <laughs> uh, but it, you know, I, I just, I guess I realized one year I was like, Oh, I'm running faster again. You know, I think I can qualify for Boston again. And I think I, I warned Keith, I said, if I qualify for Boston at Honolulu Marathon, um, I, w I want to go. I think I, you know, can we can we swing it? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, sure, you know. So I went and qualified for Boston, and and then you know, from then on, I think I've gone every year because it's really nice. I, I tie in going to Florida and visiting family, so it's just it's just a nice. And Keith doesn't even go with me because it's uh, it's tax time. Yeah, yeah. So with financial advisors, it's a busy time. So he hasn't he hasn't joined me since I think before having kids. So it, it yeah. would be nice when when Boston was delayed um, till till September. We thought it was gonna be in September, and and we then we planned to go together. It was me. It was me. Wonderful. Yeah, but, you and Amy Young, because Amy yeah. qualified too. Yeah. Right. We were gonna room together. Um, had it been in April, we we're going to room together. Yeah, I don't know if Kendra was going to go or not. I think she was going to skip this year. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. Um, so hopefully we'll get her, we'll get her back next year. So you've done Boston more times than you've done Honolulu Marathon. No, I, no, because I've done I've done Honolulu every ever since we moved here to the Big Island. I've done it every year, and we moved here in 2007 so i've done it every year since oh, then okay. um, what do you think the chances are of it happening this year i've noticed uh, you know john the race director he's been posting some stuff what do you think i don't know i mean i wouldn't be surprised if it if it wouldn't happen because that's a big marathon there are so many people <laughs> i i don't know how yeah they just they just had a kind of a test run uh you know one of the informal runs that they have over in honolulu 
where they you know were checking out how you could space people out you know but man with 18,000 to 26,000 people which they probably wouldn't get anyway you know maybe they get I even say 5,000 people Honolulu is pretty forgiving as it is as far as time goes I mean even somebody slow like me can can finish the race you know in plenty of time but yeah I, I don't I really don't see it happening myself it's like yeah have you have you participated in any of the uh, virtual runs? I haven't noticed. I haven't seen. I have not. I'm I'm not. I know a, probably not for you, but I know a lot of people do virtual runs to you know like get the medal, and the medal is very important. And um, I don't really care about the medal. I just I care about like the experience and like going there and doing it. So so I haven't except. I was, when they turned Boston into a virtual marathon, I was like, oh, I'm not going to do it. And then I started thinking about it. And then I was talking to Alan Ryan. He's like, we're like, oh, it would be pretty cool to have a medal and a shirt from the year that Boston didn't take place in Boston. Yeah. We, we hope that this is like, you know, a rare occurrence and it's not going to happen like this every year. Um, so so I decided just a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it right before the registration, the, the sign up. Um, so now I'm kind of in ramp up mode. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh, you're in training. <laughs> so it doesn't, it doesn't really matter how fast I do it, but I, I want it to be enjoyable. So I'm starting to, to ramp up my miles and I'm a little behind the curve, but you know, it, I just, so what, what's it, it, is it going to be in October then? September. It, September. They, give you, they give you like a week. I think it's like September 7th through 14th that you can run it. Um, and it was, it was $50 and they're going to send us a box of goodies beforehand. And then afterwards they're going to send us, uh, you know, metal and shirt. And so, so I'm going to do it. And I, I wrote Kendra into training and running with me for the marathon. So, so maybe there should be some cookies involved in the finish. Oh, yeah. I, I have in a cabin in here. I still have two cookies that I'm saving. They're getting, getting a little stale, but you know, we should talk. <laughs> I did, do you know if Amy signed up? Cause she did her Boston, you know, in her neighborhood. Right. I know that. And I haven't talked to her since, I know we were talking about it, like whether or not you were going to do when it was still going to be in September and we were both trying to make it happen. Um, so I don't know if she's going to do the virtual one or not. I should ask her and see if she wants to, not that I can keep up with her, <laughs> but you know, if she wants to, to do the same course that I'm thinking and it'd be nice to, well, to know that we're, we're both out there. That would be great. That would be awesome. And if you're lucky, uh, it'll rain. <laughs> I know it's so it's so hot these days that Kendra said the other day she was running. It was so hot, and she said, "I'm thinking we should start at 5 a.m." <laughs> <laughs> I understand why. Well, speaking of starts, now the Boston start has been notorious for you know you got to get there early you're standing around waiting uh, a lot you were racing the same year as Kendra when it was that miserable rainy year wasn't it like three years ago yes 
and it was it was crazy and i'm so sorry that was kendra's first loss and i'm like i said kendra you've got to come back you've got to you've got to experience you know well i mean boston weather can it can really it can i mean there's it's such a spectrum of it could be really cold like that i've never had it rain like that during the boston marathon though um you know it can and it can be very hot and it actually can range with a marathon day itself you know it can be pretty cool in the start and then get hot and then as you as you get close to the water then it gets a little cooler you never know what you're gonna get like yeah. one one year i thought it was gonna be cold and then i ended up running through they opened up the fire hydrants because it was just, it was so hot <laughs> so it and is kind of like helo weather yeah yeah and I have to say that water coming out of fire hydrants is really cold. <laughs> <laughs> yes, having uh, having been uh, raised in Chicago, I've, I've uh, experienced that. <laughs> so, uh, and and I didn't realize too when I interviewed Justin that he actually did Boston during the year where they had the bombings. Oh, I did not do it that year, but I know that. I know there were some people from Hawaii, like Alan was there, um, Vicki Daniel, um, Lyman Perry, I believe. Yeah. They were all there. They, they finished before the bombs went off, thankfully. Yeah, same thing Justin said, uh, my good buddy, Mike Rouse, I was actually kind of tracking Mikey and he finished, but Mikey's older, Mikey's not my age, but he's he was, he would have been in his early 60s then or maybe late 50s he he beat it only by like 30 minutes 25 minutes that's good i the one i think what year was it that happened that would have been god it's almost like six or seven years ago now uh, or even more yeah uh, but I but I remember one of the first years I got back into doing it, um, there were there were people out there who who were in the who were in that the year that they that the bombings took place, and you know some of them had there were amputees, um, and they, you know they were back out doing it, and it it just was it was very inspirational. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, even nowadays, I'm I'm inspired by people that, you know, uh, like our our friend Elijah that lost his foot, you know, um, 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 doing motorcycle stuff and everything, and he's you know checking in now about um, um, different uh, uh, orthotics and stuff and everything that he can do. You know, he's not giving up or anything, and and at Ironman having you know uh, worked with Iron Man for 25 years myself. I just, uh, you know, whenever I think about my back hurts, my foot hurts, right. uh, no. I know, isn't that the truth? Oh, and I, I got a friend, uh, uh, she's, she's in Georgia right now, and she does 100 milers, and she's still running. She works at a Waffle House. I've asked her to, you know, uh, do an interview, but she's got like kids. She's working at a Waffle House. She's still running her miles and stuff. And she's just, you know, I, I, uh, I just can't believe some of the stuff that people are going through. I feel guilty that we are 
where we are. I can go out where I run pretty much every day and I see cattle. I get to play with the horses every once in a while. These horses, in fact, right back here. <laughs> I know, what a beautiful, you, you, you live in a playground. I mean, a running playground. Oh yeah. Well, you guys have, you get, you get to chase cows now, right? At your new place. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any pigs there? I mean, they're. Oh, yes. Oh. oh, we have pigs. We have a dog named Daisy and she's a good, she's, you know, like a mid-sized dog and I'll go for a walk or run and she'll, she'll dart out and then often like a you know a minute or two later i'll hear squealing um because she she's got a piglet or so she's in heaven <laughs> yeah yeah chase them but don't catch them please yeah well if she if they're at least she's smart enough to know when they're they're too big she just barks she barks at them and then if they charge toward towards her then she runs away and then she'll bark at them again Oh yeah, I I lived in Colorado for a lot of years, and I had a Keyhound, which is not not a big uh, dog, but he was forty forty five pounds. And when he first encountered elk, he didn't quite know what to do because it was like I know they're food, <laughs> but they're really big. Yeah, I know. Just like she sometimes there's some cows she doesn't she doesn't you know she used to seeing, and then there are other. I think when she. When she feels like she can get like a reaction from them and make them run, then she'll go after them, which is horrible. Um, and the bulls, she barks at bulls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, I posted a couple of days ago, I did a run uh, up where I usually run, and I watched a dog bounce out of the back of a pickup truck on the way up. And, you know, people were going, there's usually a caravan of people that go up because they have their ATVs and stuff. Right. And I was, you know, I waved to them and everything. And most of them know me. But it was like this dog just goes, a barrel. <laughs> Fortunately, it was a ranch dog. You know, it's a tough dog. Kind of bounced up, looked at me and went, now nah, I'm not going to follow him. And ran <laughs> back to the truck and got back in the truck. It was like, yipes. Did it, just, did it bounce out because because of the the terrain of the road or I think it was partially I might have been part of it because I was standing on the side of the road and the dog kind of saw me and went, tried to go from one side of the pickup bed to the other side and that's when the truck hit a bump and oh. yeah. out he came and stuff speaking of rough house housing and falling down and everything uh, not to say your kids ever fall down, but you got some pretty talented runners in your family there. Sam and John. I always forget who's uh, Sam's older, right? Sam's older. She's uh, she's finished her first year of college. And John, um, he'll be a senior at Hilo High. And yeah, he runs cross country and track. And um, so, yeah, he, he's always going after um, Alec Ankra. <laughs> yeah. So they're he um yeah alec offers him a lot of competition well and that another another case of where i interviewed laura and i didn't never realize that she had run in the uh olympic marathon trials in the year 2000 i know i i watched that interview you did with her and i learned i learned so much i was like 
wow i mean she's 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 amazing and she's uh, she's about your age group isn't she she's competition yeah yeah i mean well she, she's faster than i am <laughs> so yeah we can say we can say she's competition <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done now let's see you've done honolulu you've done hilo international marathon you've done kona marathon i would guess Mm -hmm. uh, no, I haven't done the marathon. I've just done the half because I have no, I have, I just no desire to go do that course. Oh, so you never did the uh, the original Kona marathon where it was out of Kona? I I did when it was the original. I did the half, um, and and that that year it was quite a long time ago. But that year, by doing that half, I qualified to do the New York City marathon. Oh. You, you, can, you can qualify for that. I mean, it's a lottery, but you, you can qualify. And actually, the qualifying times, some of them are even, they're harder than Boston, but the, but they have half marathon, qual you can qualify by running a half. Oh, wow. So, um, so yeah, I, I did run the old course, um, and I, I like that course. Oh yeah, I love that course. That 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 was you didn't have to spend that much time on the highway. You got to run right. down into OTAC, but uh, obviously the new course is a lot different. Yeah, it's it's not the Kona Marathon. I mean, it, they should call it the Waikoloa Marathon. Well, we we could talk to Brent Inman because you know, <laughs> he owns it now. Have you ever done? Uh, so you've done uh, uh, you you've done Maui, and uh, there's two Mauis. I've, I've done one Maui, I think I did it a couple of times, and I'm not sure which is which. I... The, the Maui Oceanfront Marathon run by uh, Les from um, Lake Tahoe, that's in January. The other one's been in usually in September. I have a feeling, I think I did, did the one in September. It starts, starts out at that mall, and it finishes in... Kanapali. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. The other one's nicer, actually. Oh, okay. The other, well, one's, the other one starts over in Kihei and, oh, okay. runs and finishes right in Lahaina. So you don't have to run that section past Lahaina all, all down over to the resorts and stuff. But I've done, yeah, I've done them both and stuff. Have you ever done Kauai? Yes, I did it. The first, I think it was the first year it was offered, and it it was beautiful, tough, but absolutely beautiful. And and I even when I finished, I was like, that was hard, but I would do it again. But I haven't done it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one that uh, I always tell people that's the toughest of all the marathons on the islands because of that section up by the golf course where it's mile 18 to about 21 they kind of changed the course a little bit last couple of years but it's 18 to where it's like uh coloco i mean it's uphill i mean not not at the stage where you want it to be uphill right so it's kind of like heartbreak hill yeah yeah exactly yeah, the same. yeah the same thing but I, I loved it that you know they had signs about you know rooster crossing and and there were the the crowds are great and they have, you know, how they have entertainment on the sides. Um, but I also like the, the stretches where you were kind of out and just like open pasture land. And it's, it's just, it was beautiful. Yeah, it's really scenic. And the finish, you know, where you're right along the ocean and stuff is really great. Yeah, they have halals dancing. They have 
uh, Tyco drummers yeah. along the whole course and stuff, and they have all the little different things. That's the first place I ran into where they had shave ice on one at one of the aid stations. They did. Oh, well, they didn't have it the first year. <laughs> no, you know it's it's kind of varied every year, and that's where I got the idea. I actually bought a shave ice machine to use at Ironman, and uh, actually. Uh, uh, West Hawaii Community Health Center now has my shave ice machine that they use for some of their events. I've no idea. You can hear, you guys can use it and stuff. But yeah, that's so you've done all the marathons on the islands. You've done New York. Did you, you ended up doing New York then, yeah? Yep. And I, I, I did it a year that um, Vicki Daniel and Alan Ryan. And Lyman Perry, we all ended up. So that was, that was really, it was fun. It was fun to be with them. And um, in the beginning of that run, I was running over the, um, what is what is the bridge? You know, the, oh, the, the bridge. bridge, I think. Yes, yes. Um, I just, I started crying because <laughs> it just, it was so, it was so beautiful. And they're playing New York, New York. And I just, I just really enjoyed the experience. Uh, my my family came from Florida. My mom always wanted me to do New York because it, it's really an excuse for her to go to New York. She wanted to go to New York, and she had never. I was like, Mom, you can you can go to New York without me running a marathon. Because I also let's see, she had she had gone to Boston the first time I did Boston. She went to Boston, and she did New York, and then I did. The I think the Mayor's Marathon in Alaska, oh. and and my mom and dad came out for that. So so there've been you know I'm like a reason to go on trips, and, and I'm like you know I can't really I don't enjoy the trip as much like you know the touristy stuff as much as you do. Um, so I'm like, can we do a trip where I don't run a marathon? <laughs> <laughs> But I like to I like I like doing that as well. I mean, it's nice when I have the time to experience a place after the marathon, even if I'm hobbling around a little bit. Uh, oh yeah, the the infamous uh, Waikiki walking downstairs <laughs> <laughs> pose. So uh, Sam's uh, where's Sam at school right now? So she's at Emory University in Atlanta, but uh, but. She she won't be there. They just announced um, that only certain certain people will be back on campus. So um, she will probably go stay somewhere on the East Coast, where there's more reliable Wi-Fi. With you know, with us being off grid, it's a little challenging. And then also the the time the time difference. You know, for some of her classes, it would be in like six or three in the morning. So I I hope. I hope they're invited back for um, the spring semester. Oh, back on campus and stuff. Yeah, I think uh, that's what a lot of the university and schools are doing. Uh, you know, the remote learning. I, they just put out the, I just saw the uh, DOE's uh, letter to one of the schools about they're going to be doing half-day classes at the elementary schools here on, on the Big Island, supposedly. You know where the all the classes are out by eleven fifteen a.m. I do believe is what the time frame is, and then doing remote classes for the rest of the day. So, I'm, if 
if that works out, you know, we'll just have to see. Everything's day to day. Right. I know it keeps on changing. And I think for John, for Hugo High, I think he'll only be going in like once a week because they're just going to, I think they're going to split the school up into like four groups and, and they have an odds day and an even day. So they're, so they're going to do like one group, odds even, next group, odds even. Um, I mean, every school is doing it a little bit different. I, I think, it, which is nice that they have, you know, they can decide what's best for their, their school or their, their students and teachers. But I, I mean, I, I don't envy them with trying to figure out what to do because I really don't have any good suggestions. Yeah, I, I've been seeing they're trying to do it as pods, you know, like dolphins have pods where they're trying to keep a core group right. of kids together. I, I, I remember, I think um, the Volcano School has put together in the past, they put together pods, but they included like your third, fourth and fifth grade kids all progressed together, you know, because of their setup. So they I would guess they would have to change that where they have to separate them now, but keep them still same, same 10 cakeys, you know, always in the classroom and stuff. So yeah, it's, uh, it's been a challenge for a lot of people. Certainly economically on the Island has been a challenge for a lot of people and stuff. And it doesn't look like we're going to be opening up until September 1st. And even then I just saw that there was something that uh, Harry said that there, he's not even sure if that's possible. I know I, I don't know what they're going to do about cross country. I mean, I, I really hope that. I mean, it's you know, it's non-contact. I I would think they can figure it out, but I I hope it's possible. I, it may be nice. It would be horrible for him to miss out on his senior year cross country. Yeah, yeah, and it, I mean, uh, uh, who was who was doing the coaching again? I think Pat Baker. Oh, he yeah, he coaches at. Um, I think it's, he used to coach at Pahoa, but then I think now it's like Haas, uh, the same school I think that Amy could get, Amy teaches at, I, I believe. That's right. And he, he just said that he was not going to coach. He just announced that he was not going to coach. You know, I, I saw that and I didn't know if that was a personal choice or if it was because they weren't going to offer it. I, you know, maybe a combination of things. I don't, I don't know. Do you, do you know any? Nah, I only know what, you know, he posted about that. He, you know, he, he just, I, it sounded more like a personal choice, mm -hmm. you know, which we all have to, you know, do it, our personal choices. I don't know if any race, Kauai was the last one that just canceled. They canceled just a little bit ago. They were hanging on to be able to do the race, but then they finally turned it, basically turned it into a virtual race. And um, then, uh, oh, the monotens that you and Keith set up, we're you know, going to delay that till next year. And then uh, Honolulu is the only one I still know of that uh, considers they're, they're going day to day and stuff. Um, but, oh, and um, uh, it would have been next weekend would have been the Ohia um, right. volcano run which was right. a great run that, you know, thanks for Keely and Adam, uh, to say the least, Keely's a little busy, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they, they wisely move things, uh, forward 
and stuff. And the next big outside of Honolulu, I guess, and I asked, you know, I ran into Ronnie over at uh, Costco like two or three weeks ago. And I asked her about the Jingle Bell Run. And she is in the same position as a lot of us are as race directors. We're not even waiting, not even trying to put in permits yet because we don't know what the requirements for a race will be. And her race gets a lot of people. I mean, she gets 700, 800 people in her wow. 5K race and stuff. So uh, I would guess that that's probably not happening. The Hurt, which kind of surprised me, uh, for in January, they canceled uh, until 2021. And wow. then uh, I haven't heard anything about, uh, I haven't seen anything about this race yet. What's that one? That's oh. The Hilo Volcano 50K, which is usually the first week in January. Right. And then um, the, the bird, the Hawaii Bird Conservation Marathon, that's in December that Alan, Alan has become the uh, race yeah. director. And, and I asked him like a week ago, I said, what, you know, what are you, what are your plans? He said, just same as like a holding pattern, just waiting and seeing. Um, I think, that one does attract uh, a good amount of people from the mainland who are trying to get Boston qualifying times. Yeah. But, you know, he said he may, he may do it more of a local, you know, a smaller local race. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I asked him, you know, well, he told me last time I saw him, he said, well, you're in. Cause I asked him, I said, it, it was conflicting with, well, Honolulu was always like the week before, week Good. after, and then right. the Jingle Bell Run turned out to be on the same weekend one time, and so I had to skip it last year because I've done that one. It's, he puts on a nice race. Um, uh, what's the guy? Bob Kennedy uh, originally yeah. set that race up. Bob's a really super duper guy. And uh, they set up a good race, a good, you know, small kind race, but still a good course and everything. And so well, that's good to hear, you know, yeah, that might still be on the calendar because I think that one, he, if he did it as a local race, I think there, he could, rec uh, he could uh, meet all the requirements. I think so too. I think so too. I, that, that one's fun. I, I've done that one the last two I don't know how many years have it, has it gone on? Two, two years. I think it's years? like three years now. Yeah. And I've I've done it. I've done Honolulu and and the Bird Conservation Marathon, and, and people are like, "Oh, you're crazy!" And, and I'm not doing it to like to go. Oh, I you know I want to you know do so many marathons. I I just I always when they had Hilo the volcano, I love downhills. I'm like, oh, I wish they would do it the other way one year. Yeah. And then when this when they created this bird conservation marathon, I'm like, this is what I, this is what I asked for. This is what I want. And, and he's like, well, you better do it. <laughs> I was like, like, am I crazy to do it? He goes, well, yeah, of course you're crazy. Yeah. So I, I know I did it. And I'm even though when I start, I'm like, you know, my legs are still, they're still kind of fried and everything, but I just, I just do it. I just love being out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was fun. I did the same thing I did. Yeah, I did Honolulu and the Bird Sanctuary, and it's like, oh, it's That's just, it's another weekend, you know. Right. I I remember the Kendra Kendra and I did it, and we we ran by you, and um, I think you were wearing a skirt that year. Oh yeah, that would be the uh, rainbow tutu. Yeah. 
Now that's a fun race. We're lucky, you know, we're really lucky. Have, did you, have you considered anything uh, for like 2021 or is that just too far ahead as far as any races or anything? I mean, I, I always, I do Honolulu every year. So if they have it, I'll do it. And then um, Hilo for the Big Island. Uh, I do it if, if we're around. A lot of times we're traveling because it's spring break for the kids. So we'll do a little vacation then. So um, and then this year I was going to do the marathon, the, the Hilo marathon. And then, but then when they postponed, I was going to do it as a Boston training run. But when they postponed Boston, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do that. <laughs> Which is fun. I did it with, I ran with um, Keith and Kendra the whole way. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I remember you guys out there. Yeah, I I am signed up for the 2021 uh, Hilo inter, or Big Island International Marathon which again presents the problem for me. I know you guys have done it before too, where uh, if we do the run for the hops, the Brewfest 5K or 10K, in the past it's been on that, my race, the race that I'm race director for has been on a Saturday and then the next day is the marathon, so. Yeah, and you know, I've never done that, that run for the hops, but I've heard just such great things about it and how fun it is. Oh, there's beer at the finish. I know. <laughs> but is, is that as good as Fireball? Uh, you know, I think for most people it probably is. Oh, I will still schedule the Fireball Mile. Uh, my friend Mike Rouse's birthday is like the first or second, first week in October, which is usually when Iron Man is. And Iron Man has been postponed to February, same weekend as Super Bowl. I don't know if that's going to happen. And uh, so I will still do the Fireball Mile, which you can participate no matter where you are. It'll be a virtual Fireball Mile this year. Have, have you done that for a few years? Yeah, this is like four years. You know, I started doing it about four or five years ago. It was actually Maui Marathon. We were over with Mikey and Cammy uh, at, at his time, his wife, and we were doing Maui Marathon, and Mike was the evil person who introduced a bunch of us to Fireball, and then it just kind of became a thing. <laughs> so you run, Which, you run a mile, and then you, you drink Fireball, or? You, you, you drink one of these to start, at the start, and then every quarter mile, you drink another one of these. So you end up with- Quarter four. mile? Four of these. Quarter mile. Oh my gosh. I went past that. I went past that before I started. <laughs> Most people say that they're fine until that third or the last shot. And then it's like all of a sudden they feel very warm. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm still working on Camille Heron. I don't know if you know who Camille is. No. She's a, a famous runner and stuff. Um, and uh, she always wears red socks or a red top. She's sponsored by Nike and a bunch of other people. She's a pro. And I always tease her that I'm glad to see that she's representing Fireball. Well, if, if you have Fireball, if you have that run, I want to go and I want to watch you and cheer you on. <laughs> Well, I don't know if cheering is exactly. 
the first year we had uh, 16 people signed up because it was the week before Ironman. Uh, we had 14 people finish. Somewhere we lost two people. We <laughs> never saw them again. And then we had uh, two people uh, uh, throw up. So that's that's actually amazing. Well, do you you must remember back in the day when it was the old Big Island International Marathon course where we got biked up or uh, bussed up to the school and then ran down in that one little neighborhood where the speed humps are and stuff. They always used to have beer. One of those houses there, somebody had beer every year. I don't remember that, but but I, I also, you know, the, the Honolulu Marathon, there's always beer too, and I, I never take it, but, but Kendra, of course, does. <laughs> well, you guys are fast enough to get there before they run out, because that's on uh, Diamond Head on the way back, yeah. Right. Oh, they run out? Yeah. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> now, but the last year, I didn't do Honolulu last year, I skipped it, but the year before, I, I was fast enough the, for two years in a row to get beer from them and stuff. So marathons and stuff, was, has there ever been a marathon where you go, I'm really never going to do this one again? I don't, I don't think so. I can't think of, I can't think of one that, that was that, that bad. I mean, it's, it's usually not the course. It's usually me. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there one marathon that you haven't done? that you would love to do. I just did the, um, um, oh, what's the, the marathon in South Africa. It's actually longer than a marathon. It's a 60K and stuff. Uh, the Comrades, which is a rather famous. Yeah, the virtual one. Wow. You know, and yeah. is there one race that you've ever thought about? Man, I'd really love to do that. Not really. <laughs> um, you know, one that I haven't, you know, a big one that a lot of people have done that I, I wouldn't mind doing is, is Chicago. I've never done Chicago. Um, and I, you know, a beautiful one that I did, I did one 50 miler um, in Montana when, when I was, when I was doing all those marathons. Oh, oh, we lost your sound there for a little bit. Uh, a friend, when my friend was doing the 50 states and we were running a lot and he's like, that, you know, you should do an ultra. And I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, well, like a, you know, like a, what is it? Um, 50K, yeah. 50K. And I was like, oh, I could do that. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Let's do a 50 mile. 50K is like, like nothing. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't, you know, I don't know. And then he was so good at planting the seed. <laughs> and then just kind of working on, you know, and, and then before I was like, okay, yeah, that's sounds great. And, and so we did, um, oh, what was it? The Grizz, the Grizz Ultra Marathon. And, and, uh, I, it's just a small, but it was, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. But I have to say like towards the end, like the last 10 miles, I'm like, oh, I only have 10 miles to go. And then I look at my watch, I'm like, but at the pace I'm going, it's going to take me so long. But I finished. Oh, hey, wow. 50 miles is nothing to, you know, uh, that's quite an accomplishment. So, was it a trail run or a part road? or? It, it was road, but it was, you know, like, kind of like, 
you know, like roads around here, you know, just more, more country, country-ish. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. But yeah. yeah, like people who do hurt 100, I'm like, I, I don't know how they do it. I just, I, I admire them and I'm very impressed, but I have no desire to do that. <laughs> Well, you know, Alex and Billy, you know, Alex, I can actually call her Alex uh, Barnett now since her and Billy got married uh, on the mainland there. They're doing the, a wine run down at the, the vineyard and stuff. Uh, I, can, I think it's like two hours, three hours or six hours. You can sign up for however many hours. So I, I'm signed up for six hours because that's <laughs> normally how long it takes me to do anything. Oh, um, when is that going to be? That is next month. It is like, I want to say August 20th, I think is when it is. That whatever weekend that is and stuff. You can, you can find it. Uh, it's under um, Hawaii Mountain Running, I think is her uh, website and stuff. Okay. It looks like it might be fun. I can give you tips about Chicago. It's the only marathon I know. Is it the only marathon? No, it's the first marathon that I DNF'd. You're <laughs> Was that a long time ago? Long time ago, I was running with my nephew uh, in honor of his dad who had just passed away, who was a runner and stuff. We had his dad's ashes and I still have his dad's ashes because we didn't finish the race and stuff. Uh, yeah, I had, I had knee issues. Yeah, so I just went, I took the meat wagon back to the start line, which is, you never want to do that. I, I, it was a horrible experience. The only other one that I've actually DNF'd uh, as far as a marathon goes is they were doing um, a Maui one that was from the Whale Center to EO Valley and back. Oh. Yeah, they only tried to do it one year. They usually do from EO Valley to the Whale Center, which is a half. But one year they tried to do it out back. Uh, Pacific Island Roadrunners, I think, were, were doing it and stuff. And I got up to the the highway there and I went no screw this I'm turning around and going back so so are there any marathons that you would that you would recommend well you've already done uh Kauai because I always recommend that one um LA is quite a trip it's a it's one of those big city kind of ones that you know I don't know you got to be into you know a, a zoo kind <laughs> kind of atmosphere, like like Honolulu, kind of. Uh, there's a couple other, there's a steamboat marathon in Colorado, which is kind of like the bird sanctuary one because it starts in uh, outside of steamboat and runs into the town, into steamboat. And it's usually in June, I believe. So it's a little bit cooler. It's not really hot and it's at altitude. You know, one year it was snowing <laughs> when we started and then we finished in the rain. So it'd be like Hilo. <laughs> and I, I'd say, I know a lot of people have had good experiences at New York, but you've already done that one. I'd recommend Chicago. I hear it's hard to get into nowadays, is what I heard. As, 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 as is everything, it seems. Yeah, you remember when it was just like, show up and, and can I sign up today? Well, sure, you know. Right. We'll take well, your... Even Boston, like you, I would qualify for Boston and they would open it up and I mean, I, I would just kind of wait and see like, you know, we just, you know, with family planning and, you know, traveling and I would wait to register, you know, just a little bit before. 
and you know it was no big issue and now now you've got to you know run faster than the qualifying time and it's crazy well i'm i'm excited that you guys uh, hopefully that you kendra and and amy can get together and actually do the virtual one together i think that would be that would be really really nice yeah. So kind of, you know, I've, I've kept you longer than I told you I was going to keep you, but uh, is there anything that, any advice you can give people, let's say, as they're starting out in marathons or starting out running, especially nowadays, uh, that, you know, has led to you being a successful, knock on wood, non-injured runner? I would say... Um you got to enjoy the process. Uh, I remember running, training for a marathon and, you know, when you get to those 20 milers on the weekend and I'm just kind of like dragging myself out of bed and to do them and I'm like, oh, I'm just doing it for, you know, whatever marathon I was training for. And I realized, I was like, this is crazy. I was like, if I'm not enjoying this, why am I doing this? You know, I, I was like, so I just, I kind of just, changed my attitude. I was like, I, you know, I want to get out here and I, I want to enjoy, I want to enjoy the training runs, get together with friends, you know, make it social. And I just, just do it, do it for enjoyment. And if you're doing it for other reasons, it's probably not going to last. So like the goal is, is you're going to do it. And, but I'm, I'm thinking for the rest of my life. So I want to enjoy it. Enjoy the process. Oh, I think that's that's perfect words to uh, kind of uh, finish up today. Uh, appreciate your time. I know you're a busy person. So again, we can do a virtual fist bump here, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Where's my <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Sally. Thank you, Joe. So big mahalo to Sally Merrick for uh, submitting to our, our interview here. She is so talented. Uh, you know, I there's so much I didn't know about her as far as uh, her going to Stanford, Stanford graduate, working for Nike. Quite an amazing uh, career that she's had as a runner and certainly as a mom. I, you know, I've seen her kids grow up and everything. But thank you, Sally, so much for uh, being able to sit down and talk story with us a little bit. And again, if you want to support our little Big Island Hawaii Ultra podcast here, you can either subscribe on YouTube, which is fine if you can. Otherwise, you can catch us on iTunes, on um, just about any platform uh, that you can get a podcast on. Uh, so, And if you want to donate, uh, we'll be uh, putting up a link uh, on the show on Facebook so that... Um, the Sunset Runners uh, in Hilo, we're going to put a, a link hopefully up for them so you can donate to them. And if you want to donate to us, you can donate to us at uh, www.patreon.com forward slash Hawaii Ultra. You can also go to the webpage and uh, watch the videos or listen to the broadcast on the webpage, which is hawaiiultra.com. And if you want to, uh, you can catch us on Stitcher. And like I said, on iTunes, it'd be great if you could do a review. And you can always email me at joe at hawaiiultra.com. So hope everybody is staying active, staying outside if you can, uh, staying responsible, and showing aloha. <laughs>